A famous over-exaggeration. When he used to say, I'm so bored, I could die. Dan, boredom must die. I was so bored, I thought about what it would take to create a dystopian society. And we've seen it in movies like Logan's Run, Blade Runner, games like Cyberpunk 2077, and throughout the Star Wars universe, including Hunger Games and many other glimpses into universes where dystopian societies exist. So today we're going to talk about some of our favorite media and what it takes to create a modern day dystopian society. So Wrath, what, what would have to happen if we wanted to like recreate or duplicate Hunger Games? Uh, I mean, we kind of, we are, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that is today. We, we're, yeah. we're living in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah. I guess it could be true after the pandemic. Yeah. I think what, what was the guy's name? a little Snob? too far to become Hunger Games. The guy's name was Snow or Snob, President. Yeah, it was Counselor or President, whatever Snow. Yeah, Darth Darth President, Mister Snow. Darth President, (laughs) Mister Snow. (laughs) Darth President, Mister Snow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, people fighting over toilet paper and stuff. Yeah, you can play this game if you want to wipe your ass. You know the scene that's like meme the most where he's like got the crying and everything and all that? Like that happens when the, the toilet paper pandemic happens and he's like, yes, yes, you'll play to my tune with the voice and everything. Oh, as he's crying. Yes, all the toilet paper vanishes from the store. Got that it's same just scene. Big where, brother, but at the end brother. they all have to fight. <laughs> yeah. You see some guy like waddling up who hasn't wiped his ass in like five days. He's like, I volunteer oh. for tribute. <laughs> and me, me. me. I get toilet paper, yes. <laughs> Dude, real talk, like if you if it becomes very like, oh my gosh, like uh like that scenario, that'd be the what's what's the theme that when they come up, may the odds be forever in your favor, may the toilet be forever in your favor, I guess. Oh, God. Toilet paper. <laughs> may there always the be paper to wipe your ass. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh god. What society have we created when when people are fighting over toilet paper? I don't know. Uh, one with Karen's that I think they would be <laughs> in that uh they would literally, dude, I'm not joking. Like, Karen's would be like the deadliest thing in that universe. Like, I mean, we already have it now. Like, just imagine if there was like a Karen or two in that. Like, it'd be like something for like the, like the age of the spectacle. Bro, if they were like, in the Hunger Games, they'd be their own, like, they'd be their own, kind their of own thing. territory. They'd be like, yes. like, like, uh, zone number zero or something. <laughs> yeah. Our zone, our zone letter K in this case, or Karen's. Imagine I'm going into the Hunger Games. Okay. Like, you can't do that. Where's your manager? <laughs> You used a bow and arrow. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and then they would sit there and they'd be like the ultra Karen where they're like, we we make the rules, not you. And then just like unloads with like something wild. And then when they proceed to, when they're about to lose, you know, the whole like crocodile tear thing where the Karen goes wild in the store. Like there's one, one video I remember that would be like, they're, uh, they're like, they're fake. Like, oh my gosh, where they would like trick them and like, they were panicking and victim and like getting all victimized and everything. Like the, the false victimization crap. And then they turn around and then they like pull up bow and then they just like kill somebody. It's like, bro, I could like somehow see that happening. That, that sounds like it needs to be like a, a short YouTube clip, uh, like a parody. Dude, that should like, <laughs> if you like hunger game, Katniss the character edition. sobbing and then it just fast cut to bow and arrow kill. <laughs> It just like turns around really fast. Whap! Like doesn't even have no idea what just hit you. Pretty much. Karen Katniss Evergreen. (laughs) Stone cold killer and mom of two infants that will never outgrow their mommy issues. With the the Karen cut too. Like we've emphasized the Karen cut. Yes. Somebody make that a thing. (sighs) Well, I mean, in Star Wars, we know what creates the the dystopian society. Uh, It is Empire. Um, You know, spoilers. If you've never seen Star Wars, you should go watch it. 
<laughs> but you know, the Empire creates this entire dystopian society where they're they're uh, xenophobic against all alien species. They they force rule. They put the fear of of the force into people here. Well, not the force, the dark side of the force, maybe. So I mean, we saw how it happened in Star Wars. Um, you know, Papa Palpatine uh, slithered his way into power. Did the whole Clone Wars thing where where he he tricked an entire universe into fighting each other, and then he just you know slyly went in there with the victor. He's like, you know, yeah, the clone troopers are pretty solid. I go with them. Um, <laughs> Cyberpunk's a really interesting one to talk about. Uh, you know, just switching gears because Star Wars is pretty upfront. There's not much to talk about about Star Wars, but Cyberpunk is really interesting. Uh, same yeah. goes for Blade Runner. Like those two are. The, I mean, they're both the same category of of the cybernetic. Um, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Cyberpunk. Uh, like, uh, yeah. I guess. I guess it's. I guess the game title is its own genre. Like <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it names the genre Cyberpunk. Derp. Um, but yeah, no, like Blade Runner and Cyberpunk are in the same category because it's kind of like this idea where corporations and businesses kind of take over. Isn't that kind of like what we're dealing with today anyway in this lovely society of ours? Where we already have corporations kind of doing the same thing. Differences, we've got like people chasing like our our parts and stuff in those in those scenarios, like those like fake parts you like. Then you like you owe these tax dollars, and then they're gonna send like some kind of hitman after you, kind of deal. It's almost like the same thing, real talk. It's kind of scary, it's, actually. It's getting bro. there, like the idea, the idea that the corporations run everything is getting there, because like it, it openly shows in Cyberpunk that the city you're in, Night City, is completely owned and controlled by these corporations. Yeah. Um. So like minor spoiler, a really interesting idea of this, which is completely underrated. Like there's a YouTube video out there talking about how underrated the story of cyberpunk is and the presentation that it gives. Because one of the first areas that you go into is a hotel. And the first thing you notice in this hotel is all the employees have gold plated skin. And so kind of hot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's sexy. Section gold. But like the idea, like to me, when I watched this video, the, the guy was explaining the idea that these people give up their, their own humanity to work for this company, for this hotel. And there's like no, there's no protections. Like it's not that the hotel forces them to do that. It's that they do it to work at the hotel. And so that was an interesting idea that you don't even own your own body in this universe. And I'm telling you, man, it's it's like two step in the door on that. Like, I feel like half the time when you're like working at a job of any kind, I feel like you're already surrendering a piece of yourself in the process, bro. Like, I'm telling you, we're, we're about like cha-chaing our way to like artificial parts at this point. But it wasn't for like a couple of factors. We probably would be there already, you know? Oh, no, yeah, we we totally. And in season one, we actually had an episode talking about the advancements of um cyber, like just, uh oh, God, just talking about different parts, like your legs, your arms. um And I think it was it was me, Meotopian or something mm -hmm. or my, mysopian. I forget the word. But basically uh for for artificial limbs, they actually have a thing that attaches to like your muscles. And mm -hmm. so it can read the movement of your muscles and it can tell like the, the artificial limb will move depending on how you're trying to move your the muscles around that limb. So it can kind of get. Yeah, it's really cool, actually, because we don't have anything that can mm. correct, directly connect to the brain yet. And so, like, the, the way that works is is the muscle memory. It, it controls the the parts of the... Uh, they're expensive as hell, too. Don't get me wrong. But it's it's something that yeah, they're exploring. Yeah, is it exploring. mostly, like, hands right now? Like, they're working on getting yeah. hands to, like, correctly have grip strength, depending on how you flex your muscles in your hand yeah. and your arm or whatever. Well, I mean, could you imagine if you, if you, you know, like, God forbid you had to get one of those limbs, but then the company that, that made it, like 
partially owned it. That, that's how I feel like the world of cyberpunk is almost uh, like when, when you look into that a little bit deeper, it's because it's like it's almost as if they're they're controlling your limbs or you know what I mean? They they own it is basically saying they own a part of you for those employees, like back to the employees at the hotel. It's saying that they, they own those employees almost, which is yeah, wild. No, we're getting that point, honestly, like we're two step we're two stepping toward that direction of where if they have like a hold over the employee, then they can literally it's they could do whatever they basically like want at that point. It's kind of scary crap right there. I mean, yeah. And then the, it's, idea it's, of, the idea of it sounds cool, but the, well, it's wild just, too, yeah. because like in Europe and, and just other countries, other continent or other continents, others, you know, areas, uh, employees have more protections than they do in the U.S. So, you know, it's interesting to, to look at that because I was, I was scrolling through the anti-work credit, which is it's, a, it's its own thing. Anti-work credit's its own thing. There's some crazy ass people running it. So it got a little bit of attention, but then everyone's like, ooh, I don't know about that because the one guy was going on a crazy rant about stuff. But I did see an article in there on the anti-work credit where someone from the UK had no idea that Americans only get typically on average two weeks of vacation. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no matter they don't travel anywhere, they, they, they can't. Where are you going to go in two weeks uh, compared to, you know, Europe and even better, like Australia has really strong protections where, you know, they, they like get to vacation one month out of the entire year. Man, that's actually unheard of, like to be able to get some like that out in the U.S. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's very unheard of. Yeah, like even in the U.S. too, like the U.S. is so massive and, and vast, like y you can just go on vacation out here and go to a different part of the country and, and be in a completely different area with different everything. Uh, but the main problem is we only have two weeks to do that. And that's also considering if we're even paid enough to afford that luxury. And they able to go afford my groceries half the time, I swear. Yeah, no, it's getting it's getting real bad, too. Um, But, you know, I, I almost feel like it's it's slowly uh going towards Blade Runner slash Cyberpunk 2077 because we're like condensing into these cities, too. So it's it's interesting to do these cross comparisons as well from uh, media and movies. Mm -hmm. Have you guys watched the, the Judge Dredd movies? Yes. Or like read the comics or anything? I never read the I, comics, but I, I, I liked the original Sylvester Stallone, but I like the new one even more. Like the new one's fantastic. I've heard a little bit about Judge Dredd, but I never like divulged into the whole universe. But it's like what? He's like the judge jury executioner of everything. And then I think it's whatever you like are owed or I guess and he comes so after you. Well, it's it's a society where like nuclear war or something happened outside of these city walls. It's a complete wasteland outside of the city walls. The human population is like 500,000 or something really low. And so everyone's condensed into these little cities. And so, uh, you know, there's still crime. No matter what, you're always going to have crime. It's always based on the population. Uh, you know, statistically, whatever your, your population is, it's going to correlate to a percentage of crime automatically just because people, you know, it's, it's going to be based on the number of people. That's your, your basic ratio. But in Judge Dredd, the idea is to condense everything uh, into judge, jury, and executioner. That's what the judges are. And it's to help make the society run smoother instead of, you know, going through lengthy trial and court processes and et cetera, et cetera. They just have, you know, they just designate these people as all the above. You, you, you're trained to do, you're trained to be a police officer. You're trained to be a court. You're trained to be a juror and a judge. So first and foremost, extremely flawed way of looking at things. And by no means is that an actual something that would actually work. But what I actually wanted to talk about is how the cities are actually run. Like the 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 judge cor corporation is its own corporation. All the housing districts are run by the same corp corporation. It's like super cyberpunk in the same way that Blade Runner and, and the cyberpunk games oh, are. Absolutely. It's like 
everything is owned by corporations and run by them and that's why they've adopted such a warped like view like way of combating crime is because of uh corporation rule that's pretty wild no that's a good example too like that's that's a very good example uh, cause you know, like we see it in our society today where it's almost like there's two or three separate justice systems, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes for the wealthy and then, you know, for people just trying to like get by and then, you know, they, they could get two completely separate or different rulings based on, uh, gender, uh, class, ethnicity, but you know, that's pretty wild too. No, that was, a, that's, I never, I mean, I never even thought of Judge Dredd, so that was a good comparison. There's another thing that I actually thought of now that we're talking about, it's kind of getting along the lines of the rich and the poor kind of deal. But, uh, have y'all played like Final Fantasy seven? like back in the day like how that how that kind of works too or even even the remake so far even the remake yeah even the remake like you know you know how like that that's kind of like i wouldn't quite call it cyberpunk but it's it's like touching on the whole concept right there so i'd say it's like borderline so but basically for those who don't know like the main where it starts off in this place it's like um the city right the main city itself where you start in and it runs off of the energy of the planet like draining it called Mako or Mako, depending on, you know, your pronunciation of it. But for, for sakes, I'm just going to call it Mako. So Mako basically runs the entire city and sort of like into plates of different, of like different tiers and the higher and the top or the top of the plate you go, the richer you are. And toward the bottom, you're like very, very poor. And it's run by this big company called Shinra and it owns everything. And I mean, everything, including the power and literally like you pay your bills and your levies to like to Shinra itself, like big, massive corporation that like runs everything in that city. And the city itself is called Midgar too. But it's literally like if you look at the city's like structure itself, it's like plate after plate after plate stacked on top of each other. And it's pretty wild too. Like I and just that, that, that's the fun it. thing about video games is like like when you're exploring the universe in, in video games, you get to fully explore it compared to like you wouldn't know about Judge Dredd unless you read the comics or the lore. There, there's really nothing to ex- like you can't explore explore uh yourself in the movies other than just rewatching them, analyzing them and thinking about it compared to doing video games like Cyberpunk 2077. Or uh, Final Fantasy VII itself. Yeah, exactly. I just think that's pretty wild. No, yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. And then then there's uh, Logan's Run, which is complete opposite. Where uh, for those who haven't seen Logan's Run, it's definitely huge spoilers with the movie super old. It's a I would say it's a cult classic. I would consider it a cult classic. Uh, it's, yeah, I would too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like society's ran by a computer who deems any person over thirty years old needs to be cycled, quote unquote. And so then society is ran by computers and machines. Once again, we have an issue of AI, Uh, you know, and we definitely discussed AIs in season one. So you can go back and check out season one if you want. But we're talking about like Logan's Run, where they have an issue uh, with the population, and they they're they're keeping it condensed. Like they're 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 forcing a certain number where only this many people can live. Uh, and then Wrath was talking about that. Like he he you know me and Fee, we would be just we'd be goners, but Wrath would just be living it up, partying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'd Three be more years, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd be dead in a heartbeat too. There's no, there's no way I'd be push, um, pushing toward my thirties in that I got case. Three years to get in shape, find a wife, and have kids. Yep. Oh, quick. And watch them grow up and quick, then quick. die. Yes. Uh, no, I mean, then you know, talking about AIs, there's so many other dystopian societies. Like, a, like there's Terminator, iRobot, Blade Runner, Westworld, The Matrix, and even Wally. Uh, you know. Yeah, oh, and I, I feel like. Good old Wally and his cute girlfriend was at Eva. Mm-hmm. That was so adorable. No, but those those worlds were made out of. Um, I feel like just trying to create human convenience. Like people are, you know, people 
do less and less. And you're talking about that entire discussion where eventually it's going to go down to um, what's that called? I really want to give everyone universal income, UBI, uni- universal basic income. Okay. But like, yeah, like the idea is robots are going to take over all the jobs and then people won't you know, be doing anything. And it kind of gets towards this like Star Trek idea where people can actually pursue their hobbies and stuff. But in all these movies, like, for some reason, the AI goes terribly wrong and it tries to, like, control humanity. Oh, my God. You know, that reminds me of, it reminds me of another game. Uh, oh, my gosh. It, it was called I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. I don't know if you all heard of that. It's a it's a wild title. But apparently yeah. the author. You, have you heard of that? Basically, yeah. the AI goes crazy and controls and, like, wipes out the population of people. It just makes you think of that scenario, too. I guess you could call it, like, click adventure style. But it's not. I wouldn't say, I would say borderline cyberpunk, but it reminds me of that. And it controls the population of the last, like, four to five as like four or five people that are living and it puts them literally through like like their most personal like hell and it's ridiculous oh my gosh mm-hmm. oh it's, yeah it's, dude it's crazy fucked up <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh you know another uh, one that uh talking about like government? the very final frame is just like a blob and it's just like i have no mouth Oh. But I must scream, like, <laughs> yeah. the game, and then it just ends, like, it's so funny. Yikes. That sounds freaky. Yeah, it is. Well, I was going to say Borderlands is another good example, uh, just touching back on, like, the government or, like, corporation control of government and society. Border and the Lens weapons. Is, yes, Borderlands is such a good example of that. Oh, my God. With Torg and everything, every single company with its guns. And it's funny because every single weapon you, you pick up, and it, it's as own branding, and there's actually a story with each company that happens, and that's why the guns change over like every borderlands you play so like some guns you'll see again some guns you won't see because of what happens to the companies and stuff which is pretty wild and some of them are rarer than most which is even crazier so well, i just then, thought that was pretty cool too like mr mr torque of the torque corporation from borderlands is just the yes. best ceo ever i got one thing of one thing i uh, oh, sorry was the go again the line is i got one thing one thing only to say explosions explosions, explosions? freaking love that guy and the weapons are also pretty cool too like if you use them in borderlands they <laughs> no explosions instead, of, instead <laughs> of like corporate sabotage they, they, like there's missions in that game where they send you like like torque will send you or, or you know against someone else in that game they're like yeah we gotta we have competition with this company you have to go destroy them yeah pretty much that's completely just open open nothing uh covert it's all over it's all open in the public i like how much of a parody it is because it like takes everything like um it like parodies everything in the universe on top of that and it just gives a good example of how like corporations try to like run everything including oh in the God. borderlands universe Speaking and that's why parodies like, like parody wise it makes mm-hmm. me think of idiocracy like that that trailer i sent you yeah like i have wrath have you ever seen idiocracy i don't think i have actually oh my we need to watch it it's uh yeah uh it's it's its own thing basically it's, it's just society where humans are so dumbed down like they're just complete idiots like everyone's just a complete idiot they water grass and plants with uh gatorade <laughs> plants. <laughs> <out of> <laughs> yeah electrolytes <laughs> is what plants crave oh yeah that's the new gatorade ad <laughs> like so like the human sweating like the freaking like the different color of gatorade it's like the plant like dripping like oh the, like the purples. plants just die the plants <laughs> just die oh no <laughs> yeah yeah if you if you watch idiocracy like nothing there's no plant life because like they just water everything with gatorade and it just dies oh my god and then and then like well the, the the all right so like the basic synopsis of it is there's a guy in the air force who gets um he's testing out new technology where he gets frozen mm-hmm. and so they're like yeah you'll just be in there for one year and then Basically, they forget about him, and it's like he gets out of there 500 years later into this whack society. That sort of makes me, uh, that kind of makes me think of another, like, what's this, what's this one show that actually makes me think of uh, Futurama? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, no, it could, it could be like it is very similar to Futurama and the idea where like you, I don't know, that like in in Futurama though, people aren't complete idiots, but like society is ran so much differently. Yeah, it is. But like like the idea that's just making fun of uh the stupidity of just like modern day humans and idiocracy, and I feel like every day we're just getting a little step closer to that. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna happen. We're gonna water plants with Gatorade. The guy goes to a water fountain trying to get water, and it come it pumps out fucking Hawaiian punch. He's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, oh yeah, back in. <laughs> 20 40 40 40 they they decided to put uh hawaiian punch in all the water fountains or something stupid like that oh my god that's yeah. gonna happen one day someday i mean now now you see how how these societies are created it was you know it's either power struggles politics uh mainly like we talked about corporations i feel like we're headed down that path now yeah uh, and that's also oh gosh it, it, uh, it's like upload too upload. yes i love that show man oh my god uploads like a really good example of this too like it's dark humored uh so you know it has that humor and the irony but then at the same time you know what they're talking about um this the, like the basic idea of 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 upload is if you if you pass away if you're about to die you can get uploaded into a server where they just burn your head they literally yes. burn your head off and send you into a server with the with the, the deceased yes yes it's such a good show and, and i think I, it's like the best thing uh, i can't i oh can't talk God. about it right now because it's it's still like season two just came out so i can't talk about it because there's some definite like corp- there's, there's some stuff in there we're talking about right now with the corporation stuff so it's really good if you haven't seen it check it out it's it's uh on amazon amazon prime video god it's such a good show and season two i think just aired too i, I think they're about i think they're about wrapped up with season two as well so it's oh, absolutely worth your time yeah i finished season two and it was it was really good yeah they, they talk further into the idea of what's happening um and the show itself has like a bunch of drama mystery humor uh thrills like it's a little bit of everything and it's really well put together uh, i need you- to actually finish it yeah. Any any final uh, thoughts, Wrath or Fee? We're probably gonna get ran by. Co- I'm telling you, like the amount of time we're gonna get, we're, corporations are just gonna like run everything at this point to the point to upload. I'm telling you. Probably. Oh my gosh. I'm just. I'm yeah, we're pretty close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all I'm saying is like, if you if you look back at all the different revolutions, like it's gonna it's gonna boil down to that eventually. Yeah. I'm just yeah, sitting well. here waiting. I'm like. Mm. Sipping my coffee. We'll see. We'll see. And that was uh, episode episode three of Boredom Must Die. I hope you all enjoyed that. We'll catch you all uh, next time. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash boredom must die. And if you want to join the discussion, let us know your thoughts.